0: Is the mic on? Oh, hey, (laughs) I'm Annabelle, an English girl in my 20s. I landed in Australia over two years ago now, and I've been on the hunt to find my Prince Charming. It's safe to say I'm not even close to finding him. However, I have kissed a few frogs along the way and have some cracking stories worth sharing. If you love listening to hilarious dating stories, this is definitely the podcast for you. Each episode, I will be joined by guests talking about their experiences that you won't want to miss. From bathroom propositions, booty calls gone wrong, nick slips and being stood up, all will be revealed, so listen up. Oh, a little disclaimer, if you're easily offended or you don't like the use of foul language, this won't be the podcast for you. Hello everybody, I'm here on a Thursday night recording with a really nice big glass of bread and my God, I need it. Anyone that knows me, I had a nice week away sunbathing in Cairns last week, drinking cocktails by the by the pool, and um, now I'm back, back in Sydney, back to work, and I have to say, it's been a really tough week, so wine is needed. Today I've got Aidan on the podcast, Um I thought it was about time, you know, that we got a man's perspective. So Aidan, <laughs> tell the listeners a bit about you then.
1: Thanks for having me on the podcast. Uh, it's You're welcome. Great. It's great that you thought of me. Uh, yeah, so look, my name's Aidan. Uh, I'm 34, grew up in Canberra. Um, Canberra boy. Canberra boy, the, the beautiful capital of the world. Uh, moved to Sydney when I was 21, 22. Um, lived in Sydney for five years. Moved to Berlin for a bit, London for a bit, and now back in Sydney. So
0: you've been dating all over then?
1: I've, uh, yeah, I've had a bit of international experience, which looks people like on the CV. So, uh, yeah, no, there's a few stories to, to tell. <laughs> to tell so
0: maybe before we start on Sydney then, should we start on London? How long were you in London for?
1: Yeah. Did you live in London or where were you?
0: I was Bristol. You are in Bristol. Southwest, okay. yeah.
1: Yeah, London was great. Uh, obviously just had the two year visa over there. So, um, yeah. Yeah, look, I had a really good time over there. I was never going to stay there to live. I was always going to come back to Sydney. London, obviously the weather's shit. It's not a really beautiful city. I don't know. It's just, it wasn't for me. I could live there if I had to, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I was never going to stay past the two years.
0: I always speak to Aussies and they're always like, I really want to go to London. I'm like, really? It's a rat race? And they're like, no, I do, I do. And then like, obviously you're a prime example of like, you went, you did it, didn't love it. You're back.
1: it. Yeah, I've done it. And Sydney's so much nicer. Yeah. So, yeah. And also I felt like a lazy piece of shit while I was over there. So <laughs> I just wasn't getting exercise. Everybody's drinking all the time. It's the midweek yeah. drinking as well. It's the like going out on like a Tuesday night till 3 a.m. That just really fucks the rest of your week. So,
0: yeah. It is a big drinking culture, for sure. Um, okay. For saying that, we drink quite a bit over here, don't we? Especially in yeah, the summer when the sun's out.
1: It's different over there, though. I just yeah. feel like it's different.
0: And so, what were the dating apps that you used when you were in London then?
1: So, yes, yeah, so actually, when I was in Berlin, I had a girlfriend for basically the two years that I was there. So, it was right at the end of my time in Berlin that I got onto Tinder. That was the first time I'd been on Tinder before. Um, and how'd you find it? Well, it was, I think I was only in Berlin for a couple of months, single. So I, I only went on a couple of dates that I remember and there's no real stories there at all. So, boring. <laughs> and then it was when I moved to London that that's when Bumble, that's when I discovered Bumble and that's when things I feel like really started to take off and also happened as well. So, yeah, lots of people were using Happen.
0: And happen, yeah. that that's isn't that one where they it like kind of tracks where you are and other people have been in that area. That's how that works.
1: Isn't yeah, for anyone that does For if you've been in the vicinity of that person, then they will kind of come up in your list of people that you can see and you can see kind of like where you went past them or when you went past them as yeah, it's well. It's a bit
0: creepy, isn't it?
1: A little bit, because obviously you're doing the same kind of trip most days and so you see the same people on there all the time. So yeah. I guess you kind of start getting on the tube and looking out for some of these people. But I don't think that ever really happened I never really bumped into any of those people.
0: And so, did you have okay.
1: much success on that particular app? <laughs> yeah, look, I, in terms of like breaking it down of how successful each app was, I don't think I could give you that breakdown. But my mind dating when I was over in London, because I, I knew that I was only going to be there for the two years, I definitely wasn't looking for a long-term relationship. So I was going out on quite a lot of dates with quite a lot of people, probably being an asshole
0: <laughs> because
1: I wasn't really looking for anything long-term. Mm. Um, so, yeah, look, when I was over there, I had, a, I had a great time dating, obviously, with a lot of international people over there.
0: Um, you must have some good stories.
1: Well, there was actually – so, yeah. I had always been kind of attracted to Indian girls. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and obviously over there in London, there's a lot of Indian girls. There's a lot of pretty Indian girls over there in London. Um, and so, one did come up on happen at, at one point in time, and uh, and we were talking, and um, I remember it got it got quite raunchy pretty quickly. So it, like, we pretty quickly went to like Snapchat where there were some videos sent back and forth. and Before uh, meeting her? Before meeting. I think okay. before meeting there were videos. So you've seen a
0: lot before you met
1: her? I'd seen not everything, but I'd seen a mm-hmm. bit. And, and she had kind of like, she came on as being quite sexual as well. So very early on, it was like, it was, was going to happen kind of thing. So mm-hmm. from memory, we went out on one date, like really, really quickly, like an hour long date just at a pub near us because we live quite close together. And then it was maybe the next weekend that we were like, okay let's let's have a proper, proper drink and like have a proper date here. So I think it was at the time that the world the Rugby World Cup was on, so all the bars were actually really full. So what we ended up doing was we just went to like one of the seven11s or whatever. What, what are they called the offices or something. We just got a bowl of wine and went back yeah. to my place. Um, and yeah, basically, I think I only had like one glass of wine. And we basically just kind of got into bed to, like, watch a movie or something. And, like, literally in the first, like, 10, 20 minutes, we were, you know, getting pretty handsy. (laughs) And then, yeah, look, it it, it was a pretty – I think she had already kind of, like, told me beforehand all of the stuff that she was into. And it was kind of – I think up until that stage, I was pretty vanilla in bed
0: really you know,
1: you're missionary with the lights off and your socks <laughs> on and so she oh. was like into all this like spanking and hair pulling and choking and all this stuff so i do remember it was a bit of a shock I, I do remember at one point doing it yeah and she like took my hand and put it on her throat and like it just it wasn't really much of a turn-on for me because yeah. i was then thinking like am i hurting her here yeah, am i going to choke her out like it just I don't know. I, I didn't really enjoy it too much. Strangler, but,
0: uh, killer.
1: Yeah, that, that's the last thing I wanted to do. Um, so, yeah, anyway, we, we, we had a good night. And, um, I do, and then I remember it must have been like around midnight or something. We were like, okay, we're going to go to bed. And I remember trying to get into the bed and she was just like passed out. Already. Wait, so you
0: weren't already in the bed?
1: Yeah, we were already were. in bed. But at this stage it was kind of like. Now we'll, like, go to sleep. Okay. I can't we yeah. finished up what we're doing. Maybe yeah. I've gone to get a glass of water yeah. and I've come back in and I've tried to get into bed and she was already asleep yeah. and, like, she was right in the middle of the bed. Oh, and no, like, take up the
0: whole bed. know. Yeah,
1: so I've, like, tried to nudge her over. You weren't going to go home
0: just that got, night?
1: Just oh, it was at my place.
0: Oh, no. That's even worse. Okay. So take her over your whole bed. Get.
1: And then, oh. um, like, so I've tried to nudge her, but she was, like, she was out to the world. So I thought that was a little bit weird, but I thought, oh, maybe, look, maybe she's – a bit of a heavy sleeper, that's fine, whatever. I'll just get on my little slither of bed here and kind of try to cuddle up. <laughs> and then I, I just I could not sleep at all. And it must have been like 45 minutes to an hour later, I got up and I went to the bathroom and I was just like, this is shit, I can't sleep. Like I've got to move her over or something. And so I went back into the room and I noticed when I walked back into the room, I was looking at the bed and she was lying on her back. But she had her knees up. So it was kind of like a triangle. She had her <laughs> yes. knees up. And I remember thinking, like, that's really weird, but maybe she just like, she sleeps like that. sleeps like that. Yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> that's, that's really weird. Maybe she sleeps like that, whatever. Mm. So I actually got back onto my little slitter, and it worked out well because then I could put my knees kind of in the little tent that was.
0: The tent that'd be <laughs> the made tent for the, you.
1: The the, the doona. Or the mm-hmm. duvet that had been like then left for me, so I thought that's actually quite nice because then I kind of slotted in there. Um, and then I remember moving maybe like five minutes later, and I was just like, What is that? And I was like, Fuck, and I was like, Oh, my leg's all wet, like, what's going on here?
0: Oh no, and I was
1: like, Fuck, is it we like spilled something in the bed? And so I got up and I went to the bathroom, I could turn the light on, and my shorts were all wet as well, just on one side. And that's when I realized she's pissed the bed.
0: <gasps> in your bed? In my bed. Oh, no. That is not okay.
1: But then the worst part is she's still asleep. So then it's running through my head. It's like, what, what, what do I do here now? Because like, <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess like I've got a small couch there. I could sleep on the couch. I've got a blot mattress in the cupboard. But she's going to wake up if I do the blot mattress. And if she wakes up in the morning and I'm on the couch, she knows that I know that she pissed the bed mm. and then I didn't wake her up. So I was like, fuck, I've got to wake her up here. Oh. Like, I've got to go now. I've got to wake her up. So I went back in there. One of the hardest conversations I think I'll ever have to have in my life. And um, I kind of, like, nudged her and she woke up and she's like, what? And I was like, there's, there's, been, a, there's been an accident. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? And I was like, the bed's wet. And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, the bed's wet. And she like felt down like obviously like under her legs and she was just like, oh, my God. And kind of like pulled the donor up over her face, not the pissed Dying,
0: dinner, just like, dying in embarrassment. Just dying
1: of embarrassment. But at the same time, very much felt like this has happened to her before. Oh, because it wasn't a reaction like, oh, my God, what the fuck have I done? It was more like
0: "Oh, not again. it's happened
1: again kind of reaction. That's the reaction that I got. Oh, no. And because, as I mentioned before, we actually live quite close together. And she was like, oh, I was like, look, I've, I've got this tiny little couch. It was like a two-seated couch. Mm. Like two people can't sleep. Not even one person can mm. sleep on that. Or I've got the up mattress and just like a, a, um, a sleeping bag. And the blood mattress is terrible. It'll be deflated in yeah. half an hour. So just it don't like,
0: tell her. Put I it like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, Olive, there you go.
1: maybe, maybe it'll be better, like, if you were just to go home. Because of that reason, oh. I kind of think, she got super angry at me. Like, You're sending her. Like, yeah, you like, did, was,
0: piss, uh, you did piss on your
1: I bed. know, but she, like, got super angry at me that I was, like, booting her out of my house at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning and all this. So I was like, okay, fine, we'll do the bar mattress. We got on there. And then I remember we woke up in the morning. Oh, I don't think I slept that night. Woke up in the morning, and then she got super angry at me again because I didn't have any condoms left. And she was like, "We'll just walk down to the store and buy some more condoms and come back." What? And like, this is all why she's not have a shower. Have a shower. I'm covered in
0: oh, piss.
1: It smells like an old person's <laughs> <Cold people's laughs> <No>. house. <laughs> I know she's demanding house. condoms. And then she's demanding sex now, and I'm just like, "What is going on here?" Um, and then she just gave me a blowjob. And we went home after that, and then yeah, look, I t- she wanted to meet up again after that, and I, was, I just said, like "Look, it's not
0: because of the the wet the, the bed.
1: It was just because I don't think we're compatible." Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I know you're always pretty good. We'll always, you know, make sure you use a condom, or you know, exactly
1: to everybody listening, please preach, please, please practice safe <laughs> sex. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so that was the last time I went out with an Indian girl.
0: Oh, wow. That is one heck of a story.
1: Uh, just for the record, I've not ever wet the bed <laughs> as well. Are
0: you sure it wasn't you? Are you I'm,
1: sure? I'm 100% sure it wasn't me. It was, yeah, just framing her, making her feel really bad.
0: <laughs> oh, good. So how do, you, how do you find dating in Sydney then? Coming back to Sydney, how would you best describe it?
1: Um... Yeah, look, there's a lot of choice. I guess it depends where you live as well in Sydney. One thing I did notice, lots of Brazilians, especially in the eastern suburbs. Uh, honestly, I feel like every three or four girls you just wipe through is Brazilian. Um, uh, I think I had a bit of a Brazilian thing back in the day. So I feel like... I've gone on way too many dates with Brazilians. <laughs> Nothing against Brazilians, if there's anything anyone listening. They're great, yeah. They're, they're great, they're great fun. I just feel like the first date is really good. Like everything's kind of fresh and like, you know. Bubbly, and they're quite
0: bubbly. keen. I, I hear they're quite full on.
1: Yeah, I've and heard like, guys I think here. I'm. Not even just with the Brazilians, with anyone in general. Your first date you're always at your best, you know, you've got all your materials fresh, like
0: yeah, <laughs> you're ready to you know? go. Yeah, you're
1: ready to go. Everything everything's good on the first date. But then yeah, like I just feel like I ran out of like everything with Brazilians after like two or three dates. Yeah. And I always just felt like it's never really gonna go anywhere. Yeah. Like but then yeah, I just kept on making the same mistake over and over again and just went out with quite a few Brazilian girls. Um
0: just didn't materialize to
1: anything. Just didn't materialize to anything and just never really learned from my mistakes. But I think, besides that, here in Sydney, especially, I guess, like when I moved back to Sydney, that's when I was actually looking to date someone, like seriously. Coming back from London, where I was like, I knew I wasn't going to be there for long term. Yeah,
0: even Going back,
1: you here, back here, here, yeah, I was ready, not, not to settle down, <laughs> but get into a relationship kind of yeah. thing. And, I feel like much like the Brazilian thing, you just kind of sabotage yourself because you end up organising quite a few dates at one time. So you find yourself dating three or four people. And the problem is, and I always said to myself, like once you find someone you really like or you think there might be like some potential there, you should just straight away just delete the app. Cut,
0: cut the others
1: cut the others and delete the app straight away because, <laughs> mm. like, countless times I think I went on a date and I was like, yeah, cool, that was really good. And then, like, you finish up with them and you're in the Uber and then you get a match and then you start talking to that person and you're like, so it's you like the grass is always greener. It's like yeah. now I want to go out with that girl. So, yeah, it's just like constantly sabotaging myself there. So you'd
0: have, like, your notifications on on the apps, yeah. See, mine was, they'll always be off. Oh, mine are off. All- Always time. on on yeah. all yeah, the time, time. seeing who was new coming up.
1: Yeah. And, and, and like, countless times I feel like I would be dating and there'd be, like, three or four girls that I really liked and mm. it's like, oh, man, how like am how, how like I going to choose? Yeah, how am I going to choose, like, you know, it's do just you progressing not cho- with everybody. And then, like, two weeks later it'll be finished with, like, every single one of them. Like, just nothing would have worked out yeah. um, because I guess at the same time you're not putting any effort. You're not putting, like, 100%, 100% effort there. into everything. Or into each of them so yeah I think that was kind of one of the toughest parts
0: did you ever get confused with what you would said from one to the other because if you're speaking to four different like people yes. at the same time no no, many confusions. times
1: but yeah it did. have you had any
0: very like awkward embarrassing moments where mm, you've really like marked no,
1: up I feel like there were times where like I said like oh yeah because you're like your brother does this and they would be like what I don't have a brother and they'll be like oh fuck <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and then but the, the thing is like most of the time they were pretty you know intuitive and they'd be like that was another girl you were seeing later. and I was <laughs> like yeah sorry
0: I think so, it's we've then, all that makes that, it, a bit
1: it makes it a bit easier
0: yeah and it's early stages so you can kind of get away with it but exactly. at the same time it's like so easily done I find that I'm, like, maybe not so open or not so chatty because I'm a bit like, oh, have I said that or not? I think I might have to someone else. I'm not sure. I'll just leave it. Well,
1: that's the thing. Like in the first few dates, there's always alcohol involved, so it can mm. be a little bit Pre-COVID.
0: easier. Adam? Pre-COVID.
1: Pre-COVID, exactly. I don't mm. know what it's like dating in the COVID era, <laughs> which we'll touch on
0: later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Exactly. So would you always go to, like, did you have, like, a number, a couple of, like, first date spots you'd always go to? Or is it just,
1: yeah. like, Yeah, so I guess also um, it comes down to, like, where the person lives as well. Mm. And it's so bad when you're living in Tamarama, Bondi, <laughs> anywhere. It's like you don't really – anything west of Bondi Junction is, like, a trek. So,
0: Will you be a gentleman? That's the question. Will you always go to where they are or will you always try to engineer it to be close to home? I'd
1: usually try to engineer it to get <laughs> as close to me as possible. So – We obviously used to live in the same apartment block and we had some bars there on um, Bondi Road. So what's it called? The Corner House. The Corner House Mm -hmm. is my place to go to. So it's close enough, you know, you can get them drunk and drag a limp body home. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, so, like, I went on most of my dates there. If the person was in Bondi, Mm. I'd go there. If they were somewhere else. it's easy
0: for you around the corner. Make them, like, trudge up the hill. Yeah,
1: I know. Well that's the they're thing in summer as well, because I'm a big sweater. I don't want to walk too far. Well, I've it's so gone to dates. Gross. I know, like I just I run hot here. And so like <laughs> I rock up to a date. If I have to walk a kilometre, I'll get there. I need to get there fifteen minutes early because I'll just i like, have, have to like cool off. So yeah, if it was around Bondi, I'd definitely try to make it at the corner house. But if it was like not a Bondi person, then usually they would work in the city and return somewhere in the city. And then in the city, my place was, oh, man, what's it called? On Castle Ray Street.
0: Oh, I can't oh, remember so it's There's a bar there. It's funny that you always just pick the same place. Do you not want, like, a change of scenery, like try someone new for a first date? Or
1: No, you want to feel comfortable. You want to know what's on the menu. You want
0: to know what's going on. As in, on. like,
1: just drinks. I'm not going out for a meal on the first date. So. So
0: oh, yeah, that's too much. So if you're going out for drinks, do you pay? Do you split it? How, how do you tend to? To be Get honest, it. does it depend on
1: the person? Da, well, yeah, it depends on the person. Like, I would say 90% of the time, it was just implied that you're going to do round for round. Mm. I think there was only like a handful of times that I went on dates and the girl didn't offer to pay. And mm. then I would just pick it up, which is not a big thing, but it's definitely kind of like a that's a little bit strange. That
0: mm, they don't offer.
1: Yeah, because yeah. usually, you know, girls, you know, feel empowered, equality, and whatnot. <laughs> Those wanted they want to buy the drinks as well, and like I'm fine yeah. with that. So, yeah, usually you just go around for round.
0: So you go for drinks. If you weren't going for drinks, we did. What were your other date options?
1: Just drinks. There was, <laughs> there was, no, there was no plan B. And yeah. would you
0: like would you date like a weekend or week? You don't really care, or
1: didn't really matter. No. Um, whenever
0: you're free.
1: Yeah, whenever we we're both free. If it's if it was like a. a Person not from Bondi, then it was usually going to be in the city because it'd be an mm. after-work thing. Yeah. So.
0: And what's that the optimal time on a date? What do you think a good date is? Like, do you have to spend three them? to
1: four drinks?
0: So, oh, you're doing on the drink basis. Yeah, I'm
1: doing it on the drink basis. Yeah. Um. There's no yeah no real timeline on it. I usually found that like, yeah, and like any less than two drinks, then that's a pretty quick date, and maybe you're yeah. like not getting along. Most of the dates that I went on. I don't want to like toot my own horn or anything, but I feel, as I said, I feel like the first dates are always good. Like there's always heaps to talk mm-hmm. about. So, yeah, I, there was quite a few times where you could have just stayed even longer. But yeah, yeah. You know, then so. again, I've heard of like some other people who've gone on nightmare first dates and they just want to get out. You of must it. have
0: had a bad first date. Give us the story.
1: I don't think so. I just not like. I feel like. I feel like in this day and age, you've you've like. You've got to do you've got to do your vetting process, right? You're a recruiter; you do a bit of vetting on people, of course. Exactly, and yeah. like it's 2020. Back when we were dating, when I was dating 2018, 2019, you can find everybody on social media. Yeah. Um, so in terms of like not getting along on a first date, I would always, I would always at least talk to that person for probably like a week. If mm-hmm. it was any less than a week and we were meeting up, then I wouldn't really. Know that person, but like I, I like to get a good feeling for that person before I meet up with them.
0: See, um, I'm like, I'm one of those. I'm like, I don't want to pen bow like a week maximum.
1: But you, you want to, you want to know, though. You yeah, you
0: do. But I feel like you. I think with the questions they ask and the conversation you have, you know whether they seem half normal and you feel like you could have a conversation with them in a bar. But if you get some weird ones thrown in there, you're like, because mm, nah.
1: there were there were some girls like in the first five messages. It was like, okay, so let's meet up for a drink. And I always felt that was that too, was too soon. They were the worst dates that I've been on. The ones really, where the it was ones like that wanted
0: me up straight away. Straight away, they were,
1: they were without a doubt the worst ones I've ever
0: been on. So when you when you message or match with someone, then what what will you what will you say to them? What's the first message? You'd say? Well, on
1: Bumble, it's always going to be the girl talking, so it's more about soon what I would be. like to receive yeah. from that girl in
0: message. Okay, go on then. Form.
1: Um I'm I'm a big fan of simplicity. I'm a big fan of just the hey how are you?
0: oh boring.
1: The ones that Because
0: what am I gonna be like? Yeah, good, how are you?
1: Yeah. And then and and then then you you guys
0: start.
1: You comment on something on their photos or something like that.
0: Mm.
1: It should just happen. The ones that I would like not really write back to are the ones that are like asking these big questions about mentioned before. Like, oh, you're on an island and you can have three people there. Who do you choose? But, sorry, deleted. You're deleted?
0: I'm no. Not, I'm, not interested. Unless
1: you're a 10, I'm not writing back to that. So, there was just keep it simple. Hey.
0: But it is boring. Like, how are you I, I had someone send me a message just saying, hey. And I'm like, I literally applied, like, what a conversation starter. And then he was like, yeah, well, when you find out I'm a backpacker, then you're probably not going to apply anyway. And I'm like, mate, your attitude stinks. Yeah, delete yeah like un, that's just dungeon attitude yeah exactly like oh too much
1: so you went on a date with him and what
0: happened no nah,
1: didn't no you didn't
0: of course i didn't <laughs> i was just like who is this guy jesus
1: <laughs> and then also following on from this mm. in this day and age if you're getting catfished that's on you once again you got to do your detective work. You've got to find these people on social media. So
0: you do that. You do pre-date. You, oh, you stalk them. See, I'm not good like that. You've got to stalk. Betting.
1: You've got to stalk.
0: But I have a friend who does this and she will go on Instagram. So she'll look at, yeah, obviously the app. Then she'll find them. And then she might judge their Instagram and go, oh, no. And then she won't meet them. And I'm like, that's, that's a bit betting. harsh.
1: That's You Yeah, but that's
0: harsh. You know what well,
1: it's, it's, it's better than going on a date and then finding out those things that you didn't but like about like, like, them that you could have just selfish. seen on their Instagram to start with. Could have been catfished, fished. Yeah.
0: So anyhow. have you been catfished? I've not been catfished. Ha-
1: catfished. Also, there's a hatfishing thing. But I've not been catfished because I do this vetting.
0: Because you do I will vetting. find
1: everybody on social media. Yeah. I need your mother's maiden name and I'll be able
0: to... Find <laughs> I, yeah, well, I also need to take a leaf out of the book and start Yeah, start vetting. But the problem is you can't really on Instagram because if it's private, then you're not really looking at much.
1: Can I get a girl's perspective on something have you have you had guys add you on Instagram or something because I've seen you on an app, but they've obviously not matched with you, so they've added you on Instagram? Or have you heard of this happening before? And then they message
0: you on Instagram. I've heard this happen before with one of my friends actually, one that we know, um, and um, like full-on stalker message her. Oh, okay. Uh, a couple of times let's meet up blah blah blah, and she's just like hey I didn't even match with you like what is wrong with you and she's on public so that's why he could easily like contact her and stuff and kept going on and on she's like I'm not like I'm not interested I'm not looking at anyone like I've come off the apps like please leave me alone he's like we can that's okay we can just be friends and she's like no and like he turned full-on stalker to a point where he just hasn't stopped and he's like relentless so yeah well I think she probably did that in the end um, but no, for me, like personally, I haven't. I haven't had that. Thank because God. I, I would do that
1: sometimes if I saw a girl like mm. on one of the apps and like I thought she was very attractive, then I would then look her up on Instagram or something and probably give a follow. And I'm not saying I'd like send a message straight away or anything. Maybe not even send a message. Just mm. yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's me being a little bit stalkerish. Leave it to the audience to. Brutal.
0: So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so what about ghosting then? Have you have you been ghosted? Uh-huh.
1: Well, actually, there was a girl that I started following on Instagram, and then mm. I saw her out Ooh. one time, and um, yeah, we, we had a we had a good night. Um,
0: Wait, so you started following her, and then you bumped into her and just like said hello? Yeah,
1: just went up to her in a bar, bar and said. Um, we started talking, right. and then like, like second or third thing I said was like, "Look, I have to." I have to admit something here. I'm actually following you on Instagram. Um
0: she in like, that had before. like 20,000 followers.
1: No, nothing like that. But oh. it's happened with a few people. And only a couple of times that person's been like, that's really weird.
0: Yeah, um, that's creepy.
1: Most people are like, oh, hey, yeah, cool, whatever. I think that's a bit
0: creepy.
1: I don't think it's creepy at all. Okay, but this
0: anyway, so how did, how did it end then? So you chatted and...
1: So, oh, yeah, so we we chatted, we had a a great night. We we kind of, we ended up kissing and stuff that night, like nothing else happened, Uh and um, talked throughout the week and we went on a proper date the next weekend. um, It didn't, yeah, like it started out well, but it didn't really finish all that well. And then. um, Why? Why? I don't know. You'd have to ask her. Oh. Um, I feel like it started out strong and then just didn't finish well. And, like, I knew that my housemate asked me when I got home, and I was like. Yeah, I just – I don't think that went very well at the end. Mm. Um, and the, the, but then the funny thing is, mm. so I think I messaged her, yeah, like the next day or something like that, and, yeah, she ended up, she ended up ghosting me. Oh. But then, so the funny part of this was because I had seen her literally like – so I'd been living in Bondi, Tama, for like a year and a half, I had seen her on the train once going to work, just once. And that whole time, mm-hmm. just once, I'd seen her on the train. And then, so it was a week after she ghosted me, Monday morning, got on the train. Who do I see going on the train? On the same carriage as me. Oh, This girl no. has just ghosted me the week before. What did he do? <laughs> Run? Hide? No, I was like, you know what, because I have I have an honesty policy where, like, because I've been fucked over for a long time ago, so... Mm. Whenever I'm not feeling it, I will I will tell that person. Mm. I will tell that person, like, look, I don't – I'm just not feeling it or whatever. Instead of – I would never ghost, right? And so I was like, you know what, fuck this. I'm going else to talk to her. Oh. Not on the train because there's people on train. I don't and people are
0: people all listening. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know, mm. you don't want that. And she had not seen me. Like, yeah. she had not seen me at all. And so I knew she was getting out of Martin Place just because we'd already talked to knew where she works anyway. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, so we – <laughs> mm-hmm. we go we ran up the escalator Well, sh- like she was in front of me and then she was walking through to my place like in the underground part oh
0: you didn't touch on
1: the shoulder like, did you yeah so i
0: ran up oh no
1: i think uh, like i said something like when i was just behind her but she had headphones in so i actually had to tap her on the shoulder uh, and like she yeah. looked at me and it was just like if there was like anybody that she just didn't want to see at that moment it was me and um so I was kind of like, oh, she was like, oh, hey, how are you? And I was like, yeah, good. How are you? She's like, yeah, good. And then I was just like,
0: awkward silence.
1: Yeah, like just, just, I'm just gonna keep it silent here, just because I was, I was, I was fishing for an apology, but awkward silence. I was just like, you know, like I'm just, once again, I'm just waiting for an apology. I thought like any normal person. Would just go. Yeah, sorry, I have a message here. Yeah, sorry, because it, it was within a week. You know, I was, it mm. thought it would have just been any normal person would going like, "Hey, look, sorry, I didn't write back to you. This is what's going on," and I would just be like, "Yeah, cool." But anyway, like after the how we use like maybe five, ten seconds passed, and we were just walking. Then she's like, "So how have you been?" And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, good. Yeah, good. How have you been?" And she was like, "Yeah, good." All good times again. Once again, I'm just waiting. Oh, I'm waiting for the apology. No. That, and then we were, like, walking up those steps to come out into Martin Place and I knew that, like, we were going to be walking in different directions in a second. So I was yes, just like –
0: split seconds. I was you like,
1: so, you, like, you really ghosted me there. And she's like – I can't exactly remember what she said. She was like, yeah, look, sorry about that and blah, blah, blah. Got to go to work. Bye. And yeah, <laughs> we like not, – not too much came out and then we had to go different directions. But, it, you know um, – credit to her she did send me a message like two days later a big message kind of like explaining what was going on and uh, okay she wasn't really in the right space and i think she didn't really think it was in a place where she needed to say something even though i kind of like um, asked her like to do something but like each to their own it happens so
0: that was brave though that was brave going like tapping on her while she was walking along and trying to get a bit of an apology
1: you gotta do it
0: yeah so going back on that then so when you've like obviously, you've finished the first date and they haven't ended up in your bed. <laughs> um, is, would you? Which is rare. Rare. Right? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> well, actually, yeah. Let's rewind. <laughs> rewind then. Let's do, let's do that. How many um, first dates do you end up in your bed, then, <laughs> Um
1: No, I, I was like,
0: is, is sleeping with you, someone you, on a first date? Is that, re- is that bad?
1: Let's rephrase the question here. Okay. Would we just sleep with someone on a first date? And the answer is definitely yes. But it all depends on how the date is going. Like, I've had awesome first dates, but it's like, it's not going to end up in a bed. I, f- I feel like usually when someone's like really sexual or over sexual in the messages, even before the first date or on the first date, then you know that it's going to end up there. So that's when it would happen. But
0: then the next day, is it a bit of a turn off? Are you a bit like, mm, bored now?
1: No, um, no, not necessarily. I think No, I wouldn't I wouldn't judge
0: after that. I wouldn't one.
1: break it off with someone just because they did you know, well,
0: did it on the
1: first date kind of thing, you've already like seen everything and done everything. Mm. No, that wouldn't be a deal breaker for me at all.
0: Yeah. No. And so what about like messaging after the first date? Will you always do it or do you expect a message from them? I, or I depends know, if you like them
1: or not. I know originally I would usually message that night just but more just like a if like say we've been on our date if it was a day or during the night like maybe an hour or two after the date just saying like hey it's really nice to meet up with you had a really good time just something like that like not organizing another date just saying had a good time but yeah I I think I'd usually message the day after but there was never any other of the girls would also message me the day after I never felt like there was any like strict rule around who had to do it mm-hmm. And, like, I wouldn't feel weird if they didn't do it and I did it or anything. Yeah, it, I, it wasn't an issue. Have you
0: ever had, like, a first date where you've not messaged and then you've not heard from them and then it's, like, obviously a mutual thing? Yeah, they definitely.
1: Better, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's been quite a few. Yeah, I went on a few dates where, once again, I think it came down to, like, I think we had a good date. Just on, from my opinion, I think we had had a good date, but maybe I was seeing other people at the same time. And so I'd be kind of like taking the approach that if they message me, then I'll write back, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to message them. And then they didn't write back to like me. Oh my God, it's like such so. games,
0: isn't it? It's like, it's hard work. Oh really? Yeah. It's, it's easy. It is because then you're like, do I message? I suppose I'll come across as keen if I do and then, but if I don't, then you wouldn't have messaged, like, oh, there's just so many Maybe money. on your oh. side, but
1: from on my side, it would be like, I'm yeah. dating other You have like a
0: clear direction of, like, I'm dating other people. If I hear yes, I'll reply. If I don't, I don't. And then yeah. I've got the other three to contend with. It's very simple. Yeah. It's crazy. Do
1: you not date multiple
0: <laughs> people at the same time? Not too many, no. It's hard work.
1: It is hard work, yeah. It's
0: hard work. And there's a lot, lot of
1: time and money a lot. as well. So. Yeah.
0: So you must have had some like weird messages, as you know. On the apps, been on enough of them. What have we had? We've had Tinder, we've had Bumble, we've had Happen, we've had Hinge. Yeah,
1: if I had, if I had my own my old phone, I think there were some, like, weird messages that I received. But, I, like, I can't remember any. I can't remember any specifics of, like, weird messages that I actually received. Probably, like, those first messages on Bumble where, like, the people just asking way too many questions. And I was just like, oh, eh, delete. I'm probably, to be honest, I'm probably the one that's, like, asking the weird questions.
0: Like what? What would you ask? It was weird. I don't know. (laughs) There was one I remember you telling me about, and it was something weird. You know when um, Hinge does that thing where it matches two people and it's like you're the most compatible people, Mm. and you would say something real cheese?
1: No, yeah, I had a bit of a template.
0: Go on, tell us the template.
1: So I was on Hinge where they, yeah, you get a most compatible. What did I used to write? Oh, that's right. Um, So, Hinge is telling me we're, we're most, in, like, inverted commas, most compatible. Oh, fuck, I, I can't remember. What was that? Hinge is telling me we're most compatible. Um, Something no, about can't, the can't, universe, can't wasn't it?
0: Something about the universe. Mm. Or something weird, but I just remember, like, oh. And I said to you at the time, I was like. Something
1: about the algorithm, Hinge's algorithm. Yes. And destiny. I can't remember what it
0: was. Yeah, now. something like yeah, something to do with destiny. Yeah, I can't
1: remember. And I just I
0: mean,
1: <laughs> to. I'll come back on the
0: podcast <laughs> and I'll. <laughs> I'll tell you what that really interesting message was. I'll, I'll
1: download Hinge again and try to. <laughs> Try to find out what the message was. But yeah, no, I did have a bit of a a copy paste there.
0: So you have had fun, obviously, Dayton and Sydney, and you know, you've tried, well, Blender that we haven't even touched upon, but I didn't even know it was a thing until tonight.
1: Pre tinder, yeah. Pre pre
0: tinder, there was a blender. The hetero. Was it blender? Sounds yeah.
1: The hetero. Go on,
0: quickly explain what that is.
1: It was the it was the straight version of Grinder. So I think I was one of the first dating apps to come out. You could you could talk to anyone on there. You didn't have to match with anyone.
0: You I thought like the people. first one was like Plenty of Fish.
1: Are they like website ones? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But oh, this I was just like that. an app one. Yeah, if you were in the same vicinity, that you could talk to them.
0: Yeah, so you pretty much tried it all: Blender, Tinder, Bumble, Happen, Hinge, and then Hinge being the last one that you found quite successful because.
1: I can I go back and tell one more story?
0: Go actually. on, you <laughs> can go on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So actually, I went out on a date with an Iranian girl. I think I went on a date with a couple of Iranian girls. I think, yeah. Um, (laughs) Anyway, we had our first date. It was during the day. It was good, really good day. Had a couple of glasses of wine. Got along really well. Um, Then (laughs) we actually we didn't kiss. It was just a it was a kiss on the lips to say goodbye though. But it wasn't like a big kiss or anything like that. Um, And then. So that was on a Sunday, actually. And then on Monday, I got home. I got home from work on Monday afternoon. And I was, like, I was, I was going to message her that night. And she was like, I think I already had a message from her saying like, oh, so I guess that's it or something like that. And I was like, what? What?" what? And so like, I called her and she's like, oh, like well, you haven't messaged me all day. So I assume it's over. And I was like, no, what? No. Like, settle Just down. Like this is, this Chill is a little out. Weird, But obviously a big red flag at the same time. Um, but anyway, smoothed that one over. And then we organized to have a date, to go on a date the next weekend. And she lived up north in Gordon, actually. So we ended up going to Curl Curl, I think, because I'd never been to the beach there. So we went to the beach, had a good time. Then we were like, okay, well, let's go back to yours and get some dinner and stuff. We, or we'll go out to dinner. We obviously had to go back to her place to have a shower because we're all sandy and whatnot. I had my shower first, got out, sitting on the couch waiting for her to like do all her stuff and get ready. And then she came. Once she got ready, she came out. And she was like, "You can go home." And I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" She's like, "You can leave." I was like, "Wow, she's so flippant." Yeah, I know. I was like, this is "What are you nice. talking about?" Like, I'm just waiting for you. And She's like, "No, no." Like, typical just, chilled
0: out
1: Aussie. Like, like,
0: What
1: she's like? Oh, I'm just getting the vibe from you. You don't want to be here and stuff. So obviously, more red flags are going on
0: here. Hey, Sonia. And
1: then we went out for dinner. Had a great time. Dinner. Went back to her place. I ended up spending the night there. But like we we didn't go the full way or anything like that. And woke up in the morning. And um, I woke up really early, like six six thirty or something. She was still asleep. So I just kind of got my phone out. I was just looking on my phone. At one point, she like rolled across, rolled over, and looked at me, and I looked at her, and she just rolled straight back and kind of went to sleep. Or well, I thought she was just going back to sleep, but then she rolled over like ten minutes later, and she's like, "Why on your phone? Why aren't you hugging me?" And I was like, "Oh my oh, god! Oh sorry. Like I thought like I thought you were sleeping. I thought like I didn't want to wake you up. It's still pretty early." And so like you know, I start hugging her and kind of spinning her, and she's like, "Oh, I don't want you to do it if." If, if it's just because I told you to. And I was like...
0: <laughs> what is wrong with this girl?
1: I was like, okay. I, and this, at this point, I'm getting a little bit like fed up. And then, yeah, we got into a conversation about, like, she was like, you better not be seeing any other girls and all this. And I was like, look, just by the sheer nature of the dating apps, but well, you know that I'm talking to other girls. We, like We only went on our first date last weekend. You know that I'm talking to other people. I know that you're talking to other people. That went down like
0: a lead, a, balloon. a
1: lead balloon. And then I was like, it was like 9 o'clock, and she'd just been talking about how she had family coming over in the next like hour or two, and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go. And then she just lost it and was like, oh, I can't believe this. I let you stay over at my house last night, blah, blah, blah. You're just going to get up. You're going to leave. And I was like, well, I had to put her in a place at that stage. and I was like, look, this is what's happened so far today. So just put yourself in my shoes. I don't know what's going on here. Had to drive home from Gordon, which took about eight hours. And then, yeah, got a message when I got home and it was like, you know, I don't think this should happen anymore, blah, 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 like this angry message. And I could tell that she'd already blocked me on WhatsApp because I wrote back, but I didn't get the blue ticks anymore, so she already blocked me. Oh. So I tried to win her back. but (laughs) Why? No.
0: Just give up. (laughs) I would. It's too much. (laughs) It sounds intense. So you've had you've had quite a few that have kind of kicked off at you about sounds things.
1: I'm a nice guy. I don't know why this is happening, but anyway, yeah. Look, before I jumped in with this story, um, yeah, I think just before Christmas or around Christmas time, I downloaded Hinge. That seemed well. I wasn't getting any matches on Bumble and Tinder anymore, so I assumed it was broken. (laughs) (laughs) so then i got on hinge and everyone was on hinge um is the new one yeah and then yeah i was lucky enough to find find a girl on there that uh went on a first date and, and hit it off and pretty quickly broke everything off with anyone else that i was talking to or dating or like going out on dates with at the time and yeah that was six months ago now so yeah it's been for a fair while, but I think yeah, I'm, I'm not. I think I know I am in a relationship. <laughs> if you're listening,
0: I love how you have to think about that. <laughs> Come on, no, <laughs> yeah, you are. So, you're
1: very, very content. Yeah, here. no. You look are. at the end of the day, I'm 34. I guess it got to the point where you're almost thinking like, is this, is this ever going to happen? Maybe a little bit easier for guys than it is with girls, with the mm. clock ticking and everything. I always thought that I'm going to have children between 35 and 40. So. I'm I'm right on track at the moment, so not putting any pressure on. If you
0: listen, to that. <laughs> oh God, oh no! I'm glad that you found you know you found someone. You you definitely explored all apps and um, been through a lot of dates. And now uh, it's nice to to hear. And I think you know what we should wrap it up on that. I have to say we've uh, finished our bottle of Pinot Noir, and it was it was lovely. Um, But thanks, everyone, for listening. Please do subscribe and um, rate and review. That would be amazing. And also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, prowling underscore podcast, and stay tuned for the next episode. Thanks. Thank you.
1: Thanks for having me here in my own apartment.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I couldn't forget to thank the guests that we have today. Aidan, thanks for coming on. No worries. Thanks for listening guys. I really appreciate your ongoing support. Please send us your dating stories. We have received some amazing ones so far that we can't wait to share with you all. Drop me a DM on Insta at prowlin underscore podcast and give us a follow while you're there. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. See you soon.